You're listening to A Trip to India Podcast, a show for black women who are entering a journey of becoming their ideal self. I tap into the roadblocks that occurred during the process and lighten the mood with a sprinkle of hot topics while sharing my story. If you're on that path too, girl, stay for the following episode. Welcome back. I hope you all had a peaceful two weeks and continue to strive to be your ideal self. At today's stop, we'll be getting into some good reads that help motivate me to challenge myself. My fave show, Euphoria, I'm on a roll right now. And an I See You Sis shout out. I do apologize. I really do apologize for missing a week so soon. I just really needed like a moment to clarify on what I wanted to get out of a trip to India podcast as a whole and where I really want this to go. I'll be honest with you. I definitely did one of my tricks that just pushed me to get this show going because I had insecurities that I wouldn't really keep it going. I think I mentioned it the first and the second. And you know, after that, that's the last of that I'm going to carry that energy for the rest of this show. So I really took a moment this past week, which I wasn't able to record for mental reasons. And I used that time to basically narrow down where is it exactly I want to go with this show and how do I want to make this enjoyable for you and for me. I would hate to give you some bullshit as content and not be able to give you what I really envision a trip to India podcast to be like. So please, I hope you didn't hold that against me. If not, I will prove it to you by creating really great content moving forward. But, you know, I think this is a perfect um, segue into my favorite reads that I use to like motivate me because that was actually a strategy that I used during this time anyway. So currently, I am reading Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. It's 21 great ways to stop procrastinating and get more done in less time. Um, It was gifted to me by a friend. I do believe in sharing your books, okay? I know it might be hard for those of us, like myself, that have these attachments to our books. But really, it really does take one. What do they say? Each one to teach one. It really does take that. So... Sharing books is caring, okay? Sharing is caring. But, like I'm saying, currently I'm reading Eat That Frog. And it is hidden home at this soft spot. At this place that I'm trying to let go of. A believing that I'm a procrastinator. Because obviously, I'm getting some shit done. So it can't be that bad. But my productivity um, level that I want to be at isn't there quite yet. So... I, as I mentioned before, I kind of just like pushed this podcast out because I didn't want to waste any more time. I wanted to hurry up and get some content out. But with me doing that, I kind of missed some important shit, like as in how do I want this to go? So with Eat That Frog, it was really cool because as in the title, it's 21 great ways to stop procrastinating and get more done in less time. So each chapter is like a different um, strategy that either the author has used or other successful people they know have used as well granted most of this stuff is not new um i've always been on this like productivity um kick so it wasn't like i've never heard these concepts before but I love the way that books are made like it seems like books are there to just transfer the energy of the book 
regardless of what is written down, like I feel like we all get like a transfer of energy. Like I feel like I get brainwashed in a way to just go with whatever mode the book is on in general. So like if I'm in this space that I was currently in, needed some inspiration, needed some like motivation, needed something to make me feel like I was doing something, that's when I go towards picking certain books. Now, the books that I am going to show, because that was just what I'm currently reading, I'm definitely going to give you some of my faves. Some of them are nonfiction and a couple are fiction, because I really am a fan of fiction. I think escapism is like a really cool form to use as self-care, to like as therapy, as a break, a mental break from your own and just read about somebody else's stuff. But to kick it off, I do want to talk about one of my favorite books. It's called Grit by Angela Duckworth. If anybody's been following me on Instagram, I believe I mentioned it before. If not, I know I've always wanted to because uh, before I even knew what this book was, I was scrolling down Instagram and I saw from one of my good friends that on her Instagram, she had said that it was her second time reading the book and that it really helped her out. So... Basically, the premise of Grit is is this woman, Angela Duckworth, and in her profession, she goes to different people and she interviews them and see what it is that they do, similar to Eat That Frog, on how they produce this quality called Grit. So it's about finding like the right combination of passion and perseverance um, on how to get shit done and make sure that you complete what you need I actually loved it I think that it had a lasting impact on me and I feel like it is about that time for me to read that again as well just to get like a refresher and a boost of motivation as well second the alchemist I don't know if y'all heard of the alchemist but everybody loves to bring up the alchemist It's by Paulo Colo hopefully I'm saying his name right (laughs) and it really just shows this personal journey of this man um well boy santiago it's so heartwarming and so inspiring so basically um the story of santiago he has been living like you know a mundane life like most of us um it's been the same every day um he was a shepherd and he loved what he did he had a beautiful connection with his um stock i think that's what you call the sheep if not don't quote me on it but anywho um he has a dream one time and so that dream makes him believe that he will find treasure in these pyramids in egypt so throughout the book it's about him like following his intuition and his gut on knowing that he will get to this treasure so he leaves he leaves home um the setting of it is like um a long time ago so it's not about like it's not modern at all so just think about a time with no cars (laughs) and um i want to say i guess like the middle east but he goes on foot And he goes through all these different things and he's following his intuition by like paying attention to signs and omens that lead him to like meeting different people 
he also has different jobs he found the love of his life but the whole point of it was like him just trusting himself and going along the journey regardless if at the end he had the treasure no matter what the journey like he really i think that the alchemist was really just showing that like you are who you want to be but you have to trust yourself and go through certain things for you to see it yourself. It's always there. But I think, you know, how we always say we want to go back in time. And if we can go back in time, we'll do the um, things differently. But I think it isn't the same if you haven't gone through the same stuff, you know. It takes, like, all the things that you learn to build the character that you are as a person. So it was one of my favorite books. And I read that book really quickly. It was really fast. Um, and lastly, one of my really cherished book series. Now, this is for my fantasy lovers. I love me a good fantasy book. And the best part about it was that it is all black. Be a lacy gay, black, okay? I definitely mentioned it before. I've even wrote, um, I've even written a blog about Children of Blood and Bone. And I just can't stop thinking about it. Mind you, she has two um, books already. Um, the the novel, I mean, the author, her name is Tomi Adiemi, and she's a young gal just like us. Well, probably longer, younger than me, but whatever. You know, she's in her twenties, so I'm really um, proud of her. What she's done with this book in general. So this book follows this girl named Zelly. It's based in this magical place called Orisha. And the premise of it is also inspired by Nigerian culture, specifically Yoruba culture. And so in the land of Orisha, magic is forbidden. And the people who have it are oppressed. And... The people who don't have it <laughs> are the oppressors. Hinch, hinch. I just love the parallels. Like, even though it's based off in this fantasy world, it gives me so many, like, U.S. parallels on, like, you know, black girl magic. We always assume that we have soul. We have something, like, extra. So, basically, magic is forbidden. And people who have it, they have been oppressed. They've been oppressed for so long. There was a time where their people were able to be free and use their magic. But um, the royal, the royals in particular found it as a threat. And ever since then, they kind of took magic away. So, it's the journey of this one girl, Zelly, who leads her people out of oppression and brings magic back. So, there's like one more book coming. And I cannot wait. I believe she set a date finally um, for I think 2023 is when it will be published. And it's also been picked up by Warner Brothers at the moment and it will be a movie. So if you all who are listening to this do not decide to read the book, don't worry. Because some more years down the line, these movies are going to drop. And I'm telling you, it's going to be way better than Hunger Games. It's going to rival Black Panther. And y'all going to thank me for, you know, putting this in y'all atmosphere. <laughs> but this is part of the, the area where I use this as escapism. Like, 
I can find messages and the beauty and inspiration in um, fictional stories as well, just as well as nonfiction. Sometimes nonfictional books really give me this like lecture type of feel. And I don't really want to be lectured all the time. Sometimes I want to see somebody who looks or feels like me make the same stupid decisions that I might or have already made and then learn through them on the shit that happened to them. To them, That's my form of inspiration sometimes as well. But as of right now, I am going the nonfiction route. Eat That Frog has been very helpful. It's really a quick read. It's like 100 and something pages, only 21 chapters. The chapters really are short. So I kind of could have went through it really quickly in a day, but I like prolonging it because I like every time I read a chapter or two um, in the morning, it gives me something to focus on, on like practicing whatever strategy they gave me for the day. Definitely want to get into Euphoria, okay? I love me some Euphoria right now. It is on HBO. It is currently in the second season. And I'm pretty sure if you haven't watched it, you've been sleeping on the wall. And if you have, um, or if you haven't watched it, I'm pretty sure you heard something about it, seen something about it, because my girl Zendaya is in it. And it's been doing amazing things. So they started off with one season. That season centered around Rue, which is played by Zendaya and her drug addiction. And um, throughout the first season, you do get into a little bit of like some of her friends and what they're going through. Just you know, a little bit. But um, this was, I want to say, around like 2019 when the first season came out and then the pandemic happened. So it kind of like slowed down production. So they were so gracious to give us two specials in between. One was one dedicated solely to Zendaya and the second special was dedicated to her trans girlfriend, um, Jules, for the second special. But now we in the second season and i had to bring up euphoria just because i love me some movie i mean i love my tv shows like i really truly love my tv shows and i'm hoping that my listeners also love them too so i might spin the block and bring it back and do like some weekly updates on euphoria so we can talk about it um just because I'm lame and I don't have enough people to talk about it with. So I might have to do it with you all. But if that's not something we're interested in, then, you know, this is just for today. So one of the episodes that I really did want to bring up in particular was episode two. I thought episode two was really cool because one of uh, Rue's friends is Kat. Kat is this voluptuous kind of outspoken to the outside world. Um, friend she is a little bit more curvy than all the rest of her friends but um in the first season she was trying to figure out her sexuality she can express herself a little bit more when it comes to her sensuality and her sexuality so she found that in her first season so in the second season she has a boyfriend they look like the cutest couple ever he's some little scrawny little boy that is really good and cookie cutter and she likes him a lot. She likes how he feels about her, but she can't find that same connection. Like, 
um, I think I noticed that he had invited her out for like um, to go bowling, and it, it was supposed to be like a cute date for the both of them, but she ended up inviting two of her friends because she just couldn't be with him. Like she just didn't really feel like it. Like I don't know, she's not really into him. So they had this one episode, I mean, they had this one part in that episode with her, you know, reconciling, like, what is it that she's going to do? And she had a couple fantasies. So the first fantasy, which made me laugh a little bit, made me think that maybe he wasn't, like, sexually satisfying her in the way that she would like. It's horrible to think, but she had a fantasy that this guy that looks like he could have been on Game of Thrones killed her boyfriend with like this sword or whatever and then like basically ravished her <laughs> for that sec uh that section but the one that I want to focus on the most was when she couldn't get out the bed and she was just saying how she just don't like herself she was having a moment with herself that she just don't like herself and so the the director chose this moment to highlight this hyper self-help uh, culture that we got going on right now, which I think I'm a part of. But I try to be as realistic as I want, you know, as possible. So there's like women who look beautiful, who don't have a blemish, who bodies are just on point, And then you have to love yourself. Be bold. Love yourself. Bring out the warrior in you. And she's really like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't really care about all of that. I don't like myself. I hate it. I hate it. I hate me. <laughs> and she's just wallowing and soaking in that. I thought it was important because that probably is a reason why people feel a lot of pressure in general. Because you don't get to sit in your disgust sometimes. And I think that's kind of healthy. You don't want to stay there, but you can express it. You don't have to fake it till you make it all the time. Because that can just be unhealthy. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to what else is going on in this season. Um, there's some hot shit going on. Like I said, let me know if y'all really want me to get into it. Because last episode, episode 3, was crazy. And by the time that this one comes out, episode 4 is going to be out. I'm just excited. I really just don't know what's going to happen. I love like how this season they've been getting a little bit more in depth with each character. Um, it's not only about Rue Crackhead as, um, you know, this season. Sis been playing that role. That's all I'm going to say. Sis is the new age Wanda from Holiday Heart and y'all just don't know. <laughs> I love that though because Zendaya is such like a likable person in general. So with them like showing her in a different light, pushing her um, acting skills to a way and showcasing it to other people that you won't put her in this Disney box that she came from. Thought it was cool. Also, they got a little bit of backlash from Dare. Y'all know Dare to be different. Saying that they are basically like making teen drug use look glamorous. And I'm... For the same reason that I cared about that um, that part on episode two about this whole self-help shit and not being honest about like the dark shit, I feel like I beg to differ when it comes to Dare on there because it's happening. 
These kids been doing drugs. They've been doing drugs since the first Dare to Be Different um, campaign came out. They've just been doing it. So it's not like they're glamorizing it. They're really just showing like what it's like in real life. Because none of what's going on really looks that fun. I'm going to be honest. People getting beat up. People getting shot at. People dying. None of this shit seems real glamorous. To be honest, it feels like one of the few times that it's like a HBO Degrassi. <laughs> I hate to say it. It's like a HBO Degrassi, but it was really not like that either. Cause it's not like an after school special, but yeah, I don't know, Darren. You might just have to sit this one out. That's all I have for Euphoria at the moment. Just let me know if we would love to get into this because I could make this a segment. I can make this at the end of each episode that we, you know, talk about it. Because I just want to talk about this with people. I'm always late on Twitter when it comes to talking about this. Um, talking about Euphoria when they drop every episode. So, how about I bring my community to me? If not, this is the first and the last time of Euphoria. But thank me later when you finally watch it. Because the show is amazing. What's this I see? It is the I See You Sis shout out. So this is definitely a segment that's going to be on here every week. And I hope you all enjoy it. Obviously, I'm always known for bringing women to the forefront, um, highlighting women who are doing things in their community or in their industry. And instead of me being able to get really intimate like I do with Journey of Limitless Women and do a full segment... I want to do a good shout out because there's so many women doing great things out here that I would love and want to interview and talk to and shout out that I just can't. So you know what? While I sit from afar on a trip to India podcast, I want to do it. I see you sis shout out. So I want to give the first shout out to Miss Chartiste. She is a personal trainer based in Texas. She offers multicolored resistance bands and personal slash virtual training. I thought that she would be perfect for the first shout out just because I've watched her grow. Um, I definitely know her personally, but it's been years. We went to high school together, but... um, These past recent years, I've been seeing her on her journey on uh, creating her business in the fitness industry. So, like I said, she is a personal trainer, um, and she gets really in-depth. I I bought one of her resistance bands. They're really great. She did try to help me out, you know, (laughs) on the fitness tip, but, you know, mentally, I ain't there yet, but I'll get there, okay? So, I really do appreciate that, but I could not go on with that that was just a me thing that was a mental thing i knew i wasn't um signing up for no damn personal training i just want the resistant band for whenever you know i get there and i'm gonna get there but like i said she's been doing this for years and i am just so happy to see how she has been so persistent um i think the earliest that i can see was like 2019 she had a few bands she moved um across the nation to texas that's not her home um but i love what she's doing i love what she stands for and her page like on instagram tc is fit 
I'm going to spell it at T-E-C-E-I-S-F-I-T. Is one of my favorite pages to follow. She is um, on there pretty frequently showing like her workouts that she do on a daily basis, what she eats in a day. And it's been really motivating, even though I'm a little spotty on when I go and don't go to the gym. But this ain't about me. This is about her. <laughs> but as I said, one of the ways that you can find her is at TC is Fit and her at Banded Training Academy. So just being a spy with my little eye i think that once you get into her program then that's when the banded training academy account comes into play but you can find both of these on instagram she has a link tree where you can sign up and apply to be um trained by her whether it's virtual or personal like i said and also if you don't want any of that you can just buy some of her equipment which is her resistance brand um brand at the moment but like i said i see you sis chartiste i see what you got going on i love what you're doing i love what you stand for and i want you to keep it going so if there are other women that you think that you want to nominate for sis of the week please email me or dm me at a trip to india podcast if you're going to email me you can email me at india india at a trip the number two indiapodcast.com I really want to thank you if you made it to the end for listening. Please just don't forget to listen to a Trip to Vibes playlist that I update weekly on Apple Music. If there are more people that want me to have it on Tidal or Spotify, I will look into that and I will probably do that. But just don't forget to catch the vibes because all of the songs that are updated weekly are what inspires each episode for me and also gets me going. I feel like I can transfer that same energy to you if you need something that motivates you in the morning while you're working out. Just catch a Trip to Vibes playlist. I definitely update that weekly and I would love for you to hear that as well. Um, Don't forget to catch up on Journey of Limitless Women. I have one episode out right now so you can catch up on listening to Miss Dre Drag's story, The Songstress of Atlanta, and look forward to what I have coming up next. I have two sisters that are part of a food truck company um, called Amorous Tacos. When I say their food is on point, it is on point. So please be on the lookout for the next episode of Journey of Limitless Women. I'm definitely trying to get better and just sharpen my craft. And I want you all to be along for the journey for it. So tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to India. Um, <laughs> To subscribe to A Trip to India podcast on YouTube, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. But as I like to say, stay blessed, don't stress, and catch me at the next stop.